This is podcast number 10, and today I'm going to share with you my thoughts on the topic of grit and how work ethic eliminates fear. Hello, and welcome to 10G's podcast, Gidry's Guide to Grit, Gifts, Goodwill, Guts, Goals, God, Glory, Growth, Gratitude, and Being Genuine. I am podcasting from San Antonio, Texas, the nation's seventh largest city, and my name is Jen Gidry. I am one of the top loan officers in the United States, and I'm also a regular contributor on the local TV morning shows, where I make it my mission to teach about credit, budgeting, and all things mortgage. More importantly, though, I am a woman with a story, and I have a bunch to tell you. So 10Gs is designed to inspire and empower you so that you can have the life that God has planned for you. You just have to work at it. So sit back, relax, and listen, and here we go. When I grew up, we really didn't have a whole lot compared with kids nowadays, and I totally just sound old when I say that, but it's true. (laughs) That's how you can tell them now we're 40, right? Uh, You know, my brother and I grew up in a middle-class family in Buffalo, New York. My father was a police officer, and my mom had her own photography business. We had a, a comfortable home. My mom especially taught my brother and I to be self-sufficient when we were younger. We kind of had to because, you know, nothing was ever really given to us, and we were always taught that we had to work for it. When I was 11, I got a paper route, and back in the 80s, you know, it's a lot different than it was. it is now, right? Kids were the ones who mostly deliver the newspapers. At least it was that way in Buffalo. And I had my own wagon for the Sunday papers because they were so full of ads. And then I had my trusty paper bag for the other days. Every day after school, I lugged those freaking newspapers up and down one and a half streets after school on the weekdays and super early on the weekend mornings. Rain or snow, they didn't care. The newspapers had to be delivered or there was like a lot of hell to pay. And God forbid that you didn't put it in the front or side door or whatever the client wanted. And I sometimes wonder how the heck I retained all of that information for the 80 to 100 houses I delivered to, but I somehow did. And then each week we had to go collect for the payment of the newspapers. So picture some 11-year-old girl, super awkward, ringing your doorbell, asking for $2.35. And a lot of times either people would ignore me and they wouldn't answer, or you'd get some weirdo, or they would take up a good 15 or 20 minutes of your time rustling up, you know, that $2.50 it was, you know, to pay for the week's newspapers. And that was fun, said no one ever, right? You know, imagine that you know, it's it's funny, and I, I laugh when I think about those days because, man, I had to grow some freaking balls to do this because it was intimidating. And I quickly learned that there are a lot of very strange people in the world. But when Christmas time came around, it was all worth it because we would rake in some serious, massive tips. The other 11 months of total suck became totally doable because during the month of December, I could make like $300 in tips in one month. Now, that was a lot of money for a kid in the 80s, and I was rich. (laughs) 
And fast forward a few years, I was working at the age of 15 at Bell's Bazaar, which was a local supermarket in Buffalo. And I was a cashier. I would walk there on the way home from high school. And yeah, I would walk. It was about two miles each day, each way to school. Rain, snow, sun. I freaking walked. And it wasn't barefoot and I wasn't going uphill, but it was uh, a long haul, which I used to hate every second of when I was doing it. And when I would finish school and walk to my job, I'd work for three hours or whatever, was allowed by law back then. And then I would either get picked up by my mom and dad or I would walk home. We didn't have designer clothes because first, um, we could never afford those. And second, I didn't give a shit about that stuff back then. I didn't know what those things were. We didn't have fancy stuff, always good in the world. And somehow I survived. Um, Fast forward another year, one of my parents uh, co-signed for a loan for me for $1,200 so that I could buy my first car. My first car was a sexy green very light green, actually, Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme. And man, did I love that car. Sweet freedom. And I paid for that car out of my own money each month, $100 a month for 12 months. And that car was mine. You know, being 16 years old, we all do this. And we do this now. We compared ourselves to others and what they got. And honestly, back then, I used to get really jealous of my friends when their parents bought them a new car or took them on fancy ski vacations. I used to get mad when they bought them everything, when they had all of these nice clothes and I got my clothes at Walmart or Target or wherever. And I just, as a kid, I don't know. I mean, it, it, and I know that everyone can identify this. Just you see what other people have and you're like, why can't my parents do that for me? But I will tell you what, I am so thankful for my parents that they did not spoil me. The best lessons ever. And they taught me that if you want something, you have to work for it. And the point is this. I mean, so many people have asked me, what is the key and what is the secret to my success? And the bottom line is, is I work my ass off. When I work, I work. I am laser focused, no goofing around, no laziness, no putting stuff off for tomorrow. I get it done and I do it right the first time. Daily grind, period. When things are given to you, entitlement happens. Spoiled kids equal lazy adults. And I'm sorry for saying that, but it's super true. What a disservice people are doing for their kids when they give them everything. And, you know, it's like no wonder so many people are afraid to work nowadays. They want everything given to them. Working hard is the only way to be successful. Success is not given to you. It's earned. You don't deserve to be successful. You are only successful if you work at it every day. Can I get an amen? And I wrote a little, I don't know if you want to call it a poem, um, but a little thing about discipline in my blog. And and I'm just going to read it to you because I think it's a perfect ending to this podcast. And it's about discipline. And here you go. It's truth is, I don't always have the motivation to go to the gym five days a week. Truth is, 
I don't always have the motivation to wake up early every single day. Truth is, I don't always have the motivation to stay late and to do more than necessary to close every single loan. The truth is, I don't always have the motivation to go above and beyond for every single one of my clients. But the real truth is, I don't rely on my motivation to do any of those things. I rely on my discipline. I have taught myself how to show up every single day for myself and clients, not because I'm always motivated to do it, but because I'm a professional. You see, motivation, it will fail you, but discipline, discipline is a quality that when you master it, it will never fail you. So the next time you don't feel motivated to do something, smile and know that if you train it, discipline has you covered. And that is all I have for you today. This is Jen Guidry, and I thank you for listening. God bless and enjoy your day. And you can always reach me by going to my website at salending.com. Join me next week because I am going to talk about growth and the woman inside you. 